Hi there, this is Patrick, and you're listening to Youth St. Stephen, a podcast produced by the youth ministries here at St. Stephen Lutheran Church. Thanks for joining us today. We're so glad you're with us. Enjoy the message. Hey, it's time to stretch. If your faith were a muscle, how flexible would it be? Could it stretch to your knees, your shins, your toes? Or are you not even sure you have any faith to stretch in the first place? Just like your body, if you want a faith that is strong, growing, and capable of carrying you through difficult challenges, you're going to need to stretch it. It might be fun, it might be challenging, but it will definitely be worthwhile. In our series, we'll discover four different ways we can stretch our faith from Paul, the author of the book of Romans, and a man whose life was completely transformed by Jesus. Thanks to Paul's words, we know we can stretch our faith by making a commitment, by starting something new, and by letting something go. We can even stretch our faith when we feel like we failed. So tell me, are you ready to stretch? It is October, and we are in a new series. Woohoo! And it, can you guess what it's called? I mean, at this point, you probably should know, but. I'll tell you anyways, it's called Stretch, so what better way to kick it off than with a group stretch? Here we go. Now it's time to strengthen our relationship with the Lord and those calves. Put your staff down and part the waters. Put your staff down and part the waters. This is crossing the Jordan for beginners. Put your staff down and part the waters. Sodom and Gomorrah. Don't look back. Don't look back. Fire and brimstone. Oh, he looked back. Slay Goliath. Left. Right. Left. Keep on winding. Left. And release. He dead. Yup. Keep on picking. Take a bite. Mmm. Sinful. Don't forget to take a living water break. Mmm. Push those pillars. Kill the Philistines. Get revenge on Delilah. Now for the John the Baptist. You'll need a partner for this one. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Strengthen those biceps. You're new. Now for the resurrection. For beginners, wait three days. Down, up, down, up. Now it's time for some heaven and hells. doubt anyone is going to wake up sore tomorrow because of that workout. But just in case, here's my advice. You know what I'm going to say, right? Stretch. Yes. Stretching before and after a workout helps your muscles stay flexible. It's not just a, a thing. It's actually true. So take 30 seconds here. On a scale of telephone pole to silly putty, how flexible are you? 30 seconds starts now.
You know, I did a little research about stretching. You know what I learned? The benefits of it go far beyond increasing flexibility. Example, have you ever had a headache or have you ever felt stressed? Stretching can increase blood flow to your brain and relieve many types of headaches. Stretching is also a great stress reliever, no matter what is causing your stress. We've talked a lot about our bodies. Now let's talk about our faith. If your faith were a muscle, how flexible would it be? Could it stretch to your knees? Could it stretch to your shins? Could it stretch to your toes? Or are you not sure you even have any faith to stretch in the first place? It's okay. Just like your body, if you want a faith that is strong, growing, and capable of carrying you through life's challenges, you're going to need to stretch. No matter how far you think you can stretch your faith right now, or even if you don't think you can, if you want to grow your faith, you're going to need to stretch it. During the month of October, we're going to challenge each other to stretch our faith together. It might be fun and it might be challenging, but it will definitely be worthwhile. Here's the key. Stretching only works if you commit to actually doing it. I've learned that no matter what goal I am trying to achieve, commitment is an essential part of the process. A lot of us treat our faith the same way. We want results, but we don't want to commit regularly to doing the work that would stretch our faith. We get excited about following Jesus. However, after a few days, weeks, maybe months, that commitment decreases along with our excitement. In the Bible, we can learn a lot about how to stretch our faith from the stories and words of people who followed Jesus that came before us. One of those people is someone we've talked about before, Paul, a guy who experienced a major life change when he met Jesus. Paul used to be so opposed to Christianity, he was responsible for threatening, arresting, imprisoning, and even killing many early Jesus followers. But when Paul met Jesus, everything changed. He turned away from what he used to believe about Jesus and quickly became one of the most well-known leaders of the early church. Paul's life changed almost immediately because of him. Now, we've heard some stories of lack of commitment, but unlike those stories, Paul didn't fail to follow through on his new commitment. Paul committed to following Jesus with his whole life, and then he wrote letters to his fellow followers to help them do the same. One of the letters Paul wrote was to a group of Christians in Rome. We call that letter the Book of Romans. The goal of the letter was to explain about salvation and how it could only be found through Jesus. Today we're reading in a lot of different books in the Bible. We're reading in Romans chapter 5 and Romans chapter 6, in Matthew chapter 4, and in Luke chapter 24. I'm starting off in Romans chapter 5 at verse 6. It says, At just the right time, Christ died for ungodly people. He died for us when we had no power of our own. It is unusual for anyone to die for a godly person. Maybe someone would be willing to die for a good person. But here is how God has shown his love for us. When we were still sinners, Christ died for us. 
You know, Paul wanted the Romans to understand Jesus could save them from sin, from mistakes, failures, and rebellion against God. But Paul also wanted to make sure the Romans understood salvation isn't just about eternity, it's about right now. In Romans chapter 6, I'm in verse 1. What should we say then? Should we keep on sinning so that God's grace can increase? Not at all. As far as sin is concerned, we are dead. So how can we keep on sinning? All of us were baptized into Jesus Christ. Don't you know that we were baptized into his death? By being baptized, we were buried with Christ into his death. Christ has been raised from the dead by the Father's glory, and like Christ, we can also live a new life. Paul is asking, now that you know Jesus, do you want those same things that you've been going through to stay the same? Do you want to keep struggling with the same stuff? Or do you want to stretch and experience a faith that is growing and getting stronger? Paul didn't pretend that it would always be easy. Being baptized into Jesus' death doesn't really sound fun. But Jesus made a commitment to us, and Paul challenges us to make a commitment to him. Throughout the Bible, we see many people that have made commitments to turn away from their old lives and start new ones. In Matthew 4, I'm in verse 18. One day, Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee. There he saw two brothers, Simon Peter and his brother Andrew. They were throwing a net into the lake because they were fishermen. Jesus said, come and follow me and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Now Paul and Andrew, they lived normal lives and they had pretty good careers as fishermen. But everything changed when they committed their following to Jesus. You might think it takes a lot of faith to drop everything, just drop it all, and follow Jesus. But this was the first of many moments for Peter and Andrew that would stretch their faith. They made a commitment, and then they spent the rest of their lives living it out. Years later, Peter and Andrew became apostles of the early church, sharing the good news of Jesus despite dangerous circumstances. Peter even became one of the most important figures in the entire history of the church. That's a huge deal. And it all started with this one commitment. Now in Luke chapter 24, we hear about Mary Magdalene. She was a woman who committed to following Jesus after he changed her life. But while it was probably fun and exciting to follow Jesus when he was healing people and telling stories, it got a lot harder when Jesus was imprisoned and eventually killed. But Mary, she was committed to Jesus she was so committed that she stayed close to him even after he died. While many of the men who followed Jesus fled and went into hiding after he died, Mary instead went to his tomb to prepare and honor his body. I'm in Luke chapter 24 in verse 1. It was very early in the morning on the first day of the week. The women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone had been rolled away. When they entered the tomb, they did not find the body of Lord Jesus. They were wondering about this. Suddenly, two men in clothes as bright as lightning stood beside them. The women were terrified. They bowed down with their faces to the ground. And the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? Jesus is not here. He has risen. 
Remember how he told you he would rise. It was while he was still with you in Galilee. He said the Son of Man must be handed over to sinful people. He must be nailed to a cross. On the third day, he will rise from the dead. Then the women remembered Jesus' words. They came back from the tomb and they told all these things to the eleven apostles and to all the others. Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the others with them were the ones who told the apostles. Because of her commitment to Jesus, even in his death, she was the first person to see Jesus alive again and the first person to share the resurrection story with others. The Bible is filled with stories of people whose faith was strong and who did big things for God. So is our community. For thousands of years, God has been helping people like you and me stretch their faith. For the next few weeks, we'll talk about a few of the ways we can do that. But it all starts here. Like Paul, Andrew, Peter, and Mary, remember this big idea. You can stretch your faith with a commitment. You know, like every week, I've always got questions for you. This week, I want to know, do you want your faith to grow? Do you want it to get stronger? Ten years from now, do you want to follow Jesus? Do you want to love God more than you do today? Do you want to love people more than you do today? Do you want to make a lasting impact on the world? To reach our goals ten years from now, we have to start with a commitment today. A commitment to stretch and to keep stretching. Each week in our series, I'm going to ask you to make one of five stretch commitments. This week, which stretch will you commit to doing? Number one, show up. To start, maybe you'll commit to showing up next week or even the next three weeks to listen, discuss, and consider how God might want your faith to be stretched this year. The first step towards a stronger body isn't a two-hour spin class. It's walking to the gym. Well, that and paying your gym membership fee. We won't charge you one of those here, though. <laughs> Number two, follow Jesus. If you've never made a commitment to follow Jesus before, today might be a great day to start. Or maybe you made that commitment once before, but recently your excitement, it's, it's, man, it's gone. It's faded. And you're having a tough time keeping your commitment going. If that's you, today, right now, is the day to get back in the game. No matter how many times we forget our commitments to Jesus, he never, 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 never forgets his commitment to us. He's always waiting for you to come back to him. Number three, love God. Maybe you already love God and you're pretty committed to following Jesus, but you want to grow in your relationship with God. Maybe you want to spend more time with him or you're tired of struggling with the same mistakes over and over and over again. We'll talk more about how we can do this in the next couple weeks, but today you can commit to growing in your love for God. Number four, love others. 
Maybe your relationship with God doesn't feel like the problem, but you could really learn how to love other people better. After all, Jesus said in many different ways, if we're going to love God well, we have to love each other well too. The best way for you to stretch might be for God to ask and help you to care more about others or to love someone you struggle to love. Number five, ask questions. If you're not ready to make any of those four commitments right now, that's okay. I've got another commitment for you. If you have questions or doubts, or you want to know more about why so many people have decided to follow Jesus, our community is a safe place for those questions. You may not find every answer that you're looking for, but I promise you, there's something new for you to discover. Whether you've never made a commitment to Jesus before, or you've made commitments, but you haven't followed through, every day, including today, is a new opportunity to start. If you want your faith to grow and to be strengthened, it doesn't happen overnight. Man, I wish it did, but it doesn't. It has to start somewhere, and it can start today with a simple stretch. Remember our big idea. You can stretch your faith with a commitment. Well, hey there, you're still listening. You are the true MVP. Give yourself a nice pat on the back. We as a ministry for today's youth pour our heart into these episodes. And when someone goes all in and listens to everything we've got, it makes our heart shine. So thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, share it with a friend. Send them a text or a snap and feel free to post us on your story. Let us know what you thought about today's episode. You can send us an audio message on Anchor. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for joining in and spending some time together. We can't wait to see you again. Check out what else we've got for you at stephen.org slash youth. And remember, God loves you no matter what. See you soon. <laughs>